Two balls, two strikes to Bryce Harper. Suarez delivers. Swing and a drive. Left field. It's deep. It's going. Yes. And it is gone. Yes. yes. It is Bedlam at the bank as Bryce Harper has put the Phillies on top. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I've never heard you that loud. What hey. the heck? Oh, there was that one night. <laughs> well, a night to remember or, or forget, oh, whichever man. way. You, you know what? Nobody is kidding you. But it feels like it, doesn't it? It's amazing. Yeah. It's insane. What? How would you? What is there? Is, it's unreal. It's a dream come true. You don't think this could happen. This could happen. You never think it could happen. And here we are. Not this way. We're ready to no go to the World Series. No way. Uh, it, it's anything really can happen. You know, look at look at the Phillies. It is, and and therefore they could beat the Astros. No yep. doubt about it. Yep. No doubt about it. It just seems like the stars are aligned. It's it's fate. Have, have you drawn yet a comparison with the two seventeen Eagles with you know, the sixty two yard field goal? A lot of things that went right there. Oh yeah. Brain. How about the ball hitting second base? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. That's where I funny think, little things. That's like where that. I think Philadelphia sports fans started to draw comparisons to the, this stars and galaxies. When, the, when uh, and a couple other things too. By the way, uh, there were some balls hit. Uh, they looked like home runs. They came down at the track against the wall, and the announcer like put that off the bag. You see the dugout look at each other like that ball should have carried more, but it didn't. It was or, you know there Soto in the sun, you know yeah. uh, the other day. I mean just just crazy stuff. But here we are, and we're in the World Series, and I don't think any of us predicted that. Now, who'd have ever thunk it? No one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so this is this is speaking of sports, guys. Welcome and howdy for anyone uh, new. There's a couple couple announcements here. Our website, as always, is speakingofsportspod.com. Our Twitter, the Speaking of Sports Podcast. But we are now on Instagram, officially on TikTok. So check us out there. We have a lot of really cool clips. We're going to be posting some stuff. Our Instagram is speaking underscore of underscore sports, and our TikTok is at speaking of sports. Is how are Al and I supposed to track all this stuff? People ask us when we're out this weekend. How do I find you guys? I'll give him. Cha- says, I'll give him Chad's phone number. Al Simple says, as that. Al says to people the Capitol Grill, a bunch of people. Ah, oh, we love your. How do we find you? And Al says, call Chad. And I go out. We were supposed to know this. So Al turns to me and says, "Will you tell these people how to get a hold of us?" I'm like, uh, "All right." Yeah. Speaking of sports, yeah, it starts with the website. What you'll go to the website, speakingofsportspod.com. You'll find basically all the rest of it but the okay. tiktok the instagram all the all the new stuff and that's where uh well, the tiktok i'm excited about that's where we can get a lot of traction how hopefully. do we do this weekend mr data we, we did good our videos have been been awesome we're just going to keep growing that channel try to get get that follower base up and get some maybe daily stuff down the line up there about cool. stats and facts cool. stuff like that that aren't worthy of a whole podcast but two three minutes on something no yeah. problem what's good quantify good about 20,000 on each video. Hello. We'll take it. We'll take it for sure. Yeah. That's larger than the crowds before the Phillies started really playing great ball. It definitely is. <laughs> All right. So can we just cut right to the proverbial chase? Because how long it's going to be before we start saying, did he give us the Padres manager, Bob Melvin, give us the greatest. Now, is it the greatest uh, gaff gift 
in Philadelphia sports history, a managerial move, non-move, that backfired that we recorded timestamp and say, that's it. That's the one. Nothing it, else really jumps out. We're probably oversighting something else, right? You would think, but just in the last X amount of years, that's yeah. by far the biggest. Yeah, without without comparison, and nobody. I mean, we're texting inside our thread. You know, the what did I say? I put out a quote that the only reason Josh Hader spent the night at the Four Seasons was to face Harper right now. That's the only reason he's in town. You know, now you were referring to one of the sixty texts you sent me during that game, or, <laughs> yeah. or the thirty into one inning. Al says he pulls a batter on me. He says, "Don't you have finger? What do you call the? No, I yeah. want to know how yeah. big a callus yeah, there is like for your a lot finger. of good baseball would put the you know ruin a guy's afternoon. You know, uh, all we, right. Well, if we're, or if we're on the topic, since we're going to dive right into that, let's at least look at the numbers behind it. Right. Let's do it. So Robert Suarez, thirty-one-year-old righty. He's a rookie, actually. 2.27 ERA this year in 47 innings pitch. So, look, he's been he's been very good. He's been great. Against lefties, against righties, you name it, he's been almost he's been very consistent. 2.3 ERA versus righties, 2.2 versus lefties. Batting average 170 versus righties, 180 versus lefties. He's been phenomenal all year. And then you have Josh Hader, who going into this year was easily the best closer in baseball and you could call him one of the toughest pitchers to face in all of baseball history when he was on. And then early in the 22, all actually for the whole late in, I guess, middle 2022 season, he kind of fell apart and he was really bad yep, for yep, like yep, two, yep, three months. Yep. And then all of a sudden September, he's back to his old self. So if you look at his 2022 numbers, they're all over the place. He's a five year versus yeah, righties, was... four versus lefties. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, he was all, way off now. And then he was amazing in September. The last I don't think he's given up a, a run in over like 40 days. His last outings, October 19th versus the Phillies, one inning, three strikeouts. Versus the Dodgers, one inning, three strikeouts on the October 15th. Before that, one inning, two strikeouts. He's been f- phenomenal ever since. And so you look at Harper. Harper's hitting 300 versus righties. He's slugging 925. I'm sorry, OPS of 925 versus righties this year. And against lefties, he's hitting 256. His OPS is 776. Versus lefties. He is a totally different hitter. Righties versus lefties this year. One of them's an MVP candidate, and one yep. of them's maybe an all star game. And everybody knows that. And everyone knows that. So does Melvin. Melvin in the blue knows notes. That. Bob Melvin in the blue notes. So, yes, Robert Harold. Suarez has been phenomenal this year. He's done good. If you look at Robert Suarez against a lefty, you think, hey, this guy's fine. Yep. But Bryce Harper is not your average lefty. Nope. Bryce Harper is an MVP nope. candidate. He is the absolute leader on this team. He's hitting 400 in the playoffs. This is one guy where you can't look at the lefty stats and think they apply to Harper because yep. they don't. And when the numbers cross each other out respectfully, throw the book out, Joe Girardi, and go with a game feel. And I'm not going to bring it back to our dugout, but uh, we won a lot more games when we had to go to game feel versus what we had data. Of course, we didn't always have trends, right? But in that situation, you have a Randy Johnson thrown to Cruck. Now, I know it was an all-star game, so the shenanigans were part of his whole shtick. But, you know, what Cruck said was, I had no chance. So if you got that lefty hater on Harper right there, Harper has a chance. He's not John Cruck right there. But that's neutralizing because when he's throwing the, the, the fastball that's, that's sliding away and all that stuff, that's a nightmare for, for Harper. That's the match. That's the – you traded four talented – younger players 
to get so this hater guy. could pitch yeah, in that so situation. Yeah, so could be there. So we saw it setting up, and we were in back and forth. And why isn't Hater getting loose? And all of a sudden, JT was it leads off with a single. That's where you bring him in. So you invert it, coach, and you close in the eighth. Because here's why. Because you may not have a close situation in the ninth, but you do now. Instead, he go, analytical mind only goes by that book and just totally kills. And then the bunt. The, are the, you serious? The, but let's not go there. The, yet. The, let's the, stay with the, let's stay yeah. with Suarez. Let's stay okay. with Suarez. The, the Padres theory was. Get me two outs and then bring Hader in. Yeah, too late. Get me yeah. two outs yeah. and bring, and that that theory had no context of who are you facing. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, do you want Josh Hader to face Bryce Harper or do you yeah, want yeah, him yeah, to yeah. face yeah. Brandon Marsh? Yeah, you. I put, mean, come on. Yeah, you put your out dream ahead of the hitter. Yeah, yeah. Get me the outs. You put the theory of yeah. bring the closer in for four outs in the playoffs yep. instead of the the. The context of the best hitters are up right now. The middle more, of the lineup is up. Would you circle more stupid, dumbass, or what? Or your own word? What? Which one do you circle? He outthought himself. He managed like he was ahead three games to one, and yeah. not the Phillies. And here's the thing with Suarez. I checked yesterday with Suarez. He hasn't given up a run. Oh, by the way, Chuck looks wonderful in his scarf. red scarf today. Yeah, Chad yeah. has a red shirt, yeah. and my tongue's red, yeah, so I we all my, have I, red. I yeah. sent the boys to text that it, it's pretty good to get the, the, all the – so uh, Dean texts me, uh, how many? I said, buy whatever they've got, but they stopped selling at large. You know, they right. said to tell Chuck to go to the Fat Man show, what the heck's going on here? They don't, they discriminate. Well, maybe they thought you were like eight or nine years old. <laughs> I have no idea. Discriminate against the, the larger, more portly man or something. I don't know. That's my scarf. And no, get back to Suarez. He had not given up a run. He had 19 straight appearances. He hadn't given up a run since August. So right. he, he thought in his mind, like I said, he. He had more confidence there that he could manage that way. I mean, it's just there's no way he's explaining to the San Diego people at yep. all. Yep. And yep. and Suarez has never given up a home run versus a lefty in his entire career. It's only one year career. He's a rookie, but Harper last night was the first in his entire career. Yeah. Well, last he gave up the two runs yesterday to make his ERA one twenty nine. You know, since August in the land of giants, there was one giant bigger than the others. And that was the guy that had to come in. Yeah, so you had other good options. And, you know, to defer out and then explain it, you know, if I made that move. And I could never, but if I did, after the game, I'm, I'm in the media. Ask me, well, role play, what happened? Just ask me what happened. Hey, what was your mindset by not bringing Hader in earlier? No, no, no disrespect to the guy that I went with because he did a great job for this year. I blew it. A better matchup would have been Hater on that lefty. There's no doubt about it. And I'm going to probably spend the rest of my life defending that. Uh, yeah, that's one I'd like that back. Bingo. Yeah. Okay. Be, on, it. be honest about You're it. You're not throwing your pitcher out of the bus, right? I want Hater to come in for the four out thing, like, like Chad said. You yeah. can't yeah, be thinking said, that right? much ahead. And You're down three games to yeah. one, and yeah. this is your life, your last shot. Yeah, here. How yeah. badly do you want to get back and play two home games? Oh. And rather than trying to fight this one on the road. When you have the lead, bring in your guy to win the game. And to, uh, I think it may have been, well, I should stop calling people out by name because sometimes I don't reference the right person that, that makes some excellent points while we're going back and forth and the room that you say over text. Uh, but somebody said, I know it is, that the more you use 
a bullpen guy, the more looks and experiences, you can have it on video all you want. It's not the same as facing the guy. So the more you see a relief pitcher is really, really talented, the better your chances are getting with these professional hitters. JT starts off with a single. If that happens to Wheeler after an unbelievable three-hitter, what do we do? And now it's more pitches, but we pull him. He didn't... His fastball wasn't down. It was down a mile an hour, okay? Oh, but you, you, you were a little bit more to the middle center cut. You're out. Talk about a quick hook on Wheeler. So JT leads off with a single. That's it. I'm going to I'm going to hate her right then. I'm not letting another single take place or anything else. It's incomprehensible. Well, Harper said he was looking on fastball. Yeah. And it was an outside part of the plate, and the way he went with it, you got to be really strong just to do well, that to left I, center. But he just knew in his mind he was going to get a fast. He got to hit it still. Yeah. I hope right now our viewers are seeing, to put Jimmy on the spot, our producer, the pitching chart. And what you'll see is seven pitches, six on the outside, black. All right. I mean, talk about control. Uh, so Harper's getting to judge. 98 miles an hour and it may sound foolish to us to say you get to time that better because we're not professional hitters but to a professional hitter seeing that repetition takes your whole hand eye focus timing all that stuff and it just tunes it in and that's what i text out he's not going to lose you a bet and then what do you think harper says well i got to look at five or six you know pitches on the outside and he was con- it made it sound like he was comfortable with it well, I think Harper still, is comfortable with it. Well, I'm going to give you an, I mean, give you an example. He's that is locked in right now and confident in himself. Are we going to do the batting cage? I, people have told me they think it's the greatest idea I ever had in sports. What batting cage? The, we talked about last week setting up the batting cage. People don't understand baseball can come face 100 in our batting cage and have a different perspective. No one would hit it. No, but no, I want no him to see. I want him to stand there with a helmet on, shoulder pads, the whole protection. Don't forget, a pitching machine is not going to hit him, right? Pitch machine pretty consistent, yeah. will hit a cigar box, 100 out of 100. It's coming out. I just want people that don't understand baseball, I'm dead serious, I'll pay for this, to come into speaking of sports batting cage. A lot of the guys on sports talk radio, those that minimize baseball, what it is to hit 100 miles, please contact it. We will, if we have one person willing to do it, we'll set it up, okay? It's not that expensive. We've got the pitching machine, bud, in our garage, okay? We will set it up, and you'll look at life through the uh, lens of 100 mile an hour, not moving, not, you know, but it will hiss. And uh, and Harper says, (laughs) I got comfortable with it. Are you kidding me, letting me be comfortable? Well, you remember the point I made you yesterday, the day before when Falder started off? And he got Soto, but Soto on his way back was passing Machado. Yeah. And yeah. just said to him, Yeah, it's yeah. straight. Straight. It's straight. Chad, like it's easy. Yeah, it's, like it's 96, well, it, 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 but it is, it's straight. It is to them. If you're throwing something yeah. flat right. to right. a professional hitter and it's coming in straight like that, yep. it is easy to them. Yep. I mean, yep. Why do we think Josh Hader was, was terrible in the middle of the season? Yep. He didn't start throwing 92. He was still throwing nearly 100 or 100, whatever he hits. He was flat. He had to be. Or, or his location was just right down the middle. Okay, 20, 20 college stats. Welcome to mention the name here. The best player I ever played against. Watching a pitcher throw 70 in high school. And I'm talking to the scouts after the game. Christian uh, got a knockoff. It was a great situation. And we're talking to the scouts, and they were going like this. Straight. 
And, you know, but unbelievable second base, like all Americans, but won't pitch in college. That, that was just straight. I'm going, you mean to tell me that that's 70 when the NCAA record was like 72? Won't qualify her? No. It's the hitters will get on her. She's straight. Oh, you should have seen 70. And folks, we're talking Straight. about fast pitch softball now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, but you should see what that looks now, like. I was confused going 70 in high school for a baseball yeah, pitcher. I was like, that's why I'm so What scouts are watching yeah. that guy? I'm so <laughs> paranoid at bringing up softball that I try to get to the point without setting the table. Yeah, so I'm sorry. We'll do that again. But you should see what that looked like, how fast it was. But it wasn't moving, so that would never be qualifying for, for college uh, softball. But I mean, just, it's incredibly quick, 100. And these guys, we always say it's the hardest thing to do in sports. I don't know the comp. What, what, what's your knee jerk on what's comparable? What, what would be the second hardest thing to do? Oh. And don't say cornhole throwing the thing. No. What, what would be the second hardest thing to do? Quarterback in the NFL? That might jump in there, but I right. never thought about it because the first was always obvious, trying to hit a round ball with a round bat right. 9,800 miles an hour. It's the second thing playing major league shortstop or catcher. Catcher, catcher, catch it 100 every day. How about that? Yeah, although JT and his one-hand picks at 100 and they bounce in the dirt, and he does this stuff. Uh, yeah, his reflexes little, are amazing. What do you hear this morning on the radio about JT sliding the block? What, what do you hear? Yeah, about? we said this morning they had Chris Coast on, the ex-Phillies uh, backup catcher mostly and so forth back in the good years. And he mentioned in a really nice way, not derogatory at all, because he really thinks JT's the best catcher he's ever seen. But he wasn't sliding his body over. He was reaching. And with the weather conditions, and Sir Anthony had already thrown one or two in the dirt, you have to be thinking about that ahead of time, I guess. And I don't know as if he had to, he probably didn't have the target down that low, but it's just Sir Anthony was slipping a little yeah. bit on the mound or whatever. We went through that before about yeah. pitchers with the weather conditions and so forth. So. I thought maybe JT could have caught one that gotten back at the top of the web, but that's what happens, man, when a ball gets away. and it, it, The catchers can't even react to it. That's yeah. how fast it is. I mean, you know, it looks like it took the glove out of his hand. But uh, or, so do we uh, want to move on to the bunt? Or have we killed this topic here with uh, – with the yeah, that's going to be the topic all yep. over the place. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Let's talk about the bunt leadoff. It probably wasn't the worst idea, but with one out already, and I think they were the batter thinking that if he gets it down the first baseline because of the wet conditions, it's Hoskins over. was over. playing back. Yeah. And Ranger made a nice play with the turn and got him by a step, and now it doesn't look like a very good play at all because you just gave up your second out. I'm just going to go knee-jerk when I saw it happen. So I'm going to just going to give you, I'm there right now. I'm watching the guy turn, and I just went, oh, my God, he lost the out count. Thinking he's on his own, obviously bunting for a base hit. Thinking that if I don't get the base hit, I move the runners over, so I'm, I'm squared up anyway. You look at it. But when I thought that he gave up out number two, analytics saying don't even bunt with no outs because you don't want to give up an out. And he just gave one to make it. So you got one chance. You have one chance now. Uh, and not the hitters up that you want with one chance at the bottom of the San Diego order. It's unbelievable. It, if you put them on a scale, is there a baseball scale in America that talks about the worst baseball decisions you've seen? And we can weigh the two. Which one tips in what direction? Chad? 
The bunt or not bringing hater in? Well, not bring a hater, hater in. The bunt. Easy. The bunt, I mean, uh, at least what the Padres were saying was not a sack. It was trying to bunt oh, for a hit. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, if you get it down the line, it's, it's a base hit with the lefty coming off the mound. But Suarez was, was so prepared to field that mound. He wasn't falling over no. like a lot of pitchers Great do point. towards third base. He was. He looks very, very balanced. Almost like he just sensed it because his momentum yeah. is... It's right. He's right in the middle. He's very balanced. Yeah. yeah so that's a really, I think, impressive component of that play. The how Ranger explain made to our that. Listeners, how the lefty will go to the opposite side. Well, I mean, naturally, yes, yeah, a lefty yeah. is releasing it from like first to home. Right. They're going to fall towards third base on wet grass. Yeah. So you're falling towards third means if you put a bunt down first, you're gonna probably have a really tough play because you got to break your momentum, go to the bag, yeah. and try to, you know, or get the ball towards first base bag and get that throw in there. And throw a wet baseball. Yeah, and then maybe lob it because he's coming in at a weird angle. It's yep, an underhand yep, toss. Yep. Not, a, not a great angle. But he, he pulled it off, and I, I believe it was probably a trying to bunt for a base hit. I just can't oh, yeah. see a coach no. trying to do a sack yeah. bunt no, they've there. They've all agreed to that. Yeah. Just, that would just be a terrible decision to do a sack with, with, with one out. Yeah, oh, I agree. But... but. And the left-handers, like you said, really fall off towards third base a lot. But Ranger comes straight ahead, and he's known as an excellent fielding yeah. pitcher, and it really showed on hey, that play. And they got scouting reports and video, and there's one guy in the scouting report that does nothing but cover the pictures and where they end up so they know that he doesn't go over the third base side. I, I think what you're asking the hitter to do, notwithstanding the conditions, the wet ball and all that stuff, you're still saying to the hitter, put down – a perfect bunt. We used to say the Bermuda Triangle for Chris. If she was in that Bermuda Triangle, it was safe. There was no play on her. you got to put down a perfect bunt. If it's anywhere back to him, it, it is a little bit down the line, and, and he makes a great play. So let's hats off to Suarez making a great play, not that close at first, wet baseball, a lot of poise to execute in everything that's required there. you got to get over, get a, a grip, you got to get the bait. You got to feel it. You got to turn. You got to get the grip on the baseball and get it there, right? And then you got to say a prayer, novena, that Hoskins doesn't drop it. Right? I knew you were going to go there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> For the people saying they were bunting because they thought Hoskins would mess it up, he's not in the play. When he's back, the pitcher's got left. If he beats the pitcher, he's safe. Hoskins is not the yes. one fielding that ball. The only way Hoskins would field that bunt is if he overpowers energizes the bun on the barrel, pokes at it, and hits a ball to Hoskins hit, you know, fairly hard. He would catch it and touch first base, of course. He's otherwise he's not feeling that bun. So they're not trying to take advantage of Hoskins in defensive woes. I'm just curious in that I think it was Grisham a left hander against a left handed yeah. pitcher. So yeah. maybe confidence factor about down. the bunt. Get it down there. Yeah. yeah. Or if you beat the pitcher, it's in the pocket. Oh yeah. The second baseman's not going to come up and make no. the play. That's just not what I would have done. I mean, just not what I would have done. I mean, and with a with a yeah. wet field, like just put the ball in play and try to yeah. try to make something happen. Not a bunt though. I mean, yeah. make them make them hit hit the ball hard somewhere. Try to at least get on the ground hard. I make something happen. Could be wrong. I think he had three home runs in, in the playoffs. If you look it up, Grisham. Yeah, I think he had three home. I could be wrong on that. Um, he stinks, so that's for sure. Yeah, overall, what, what, he hit 184 this year. Yeah, what were your other options to match a righty up there? You had uh, the Phillies catcher on the bench. He was healthy. Alfaro, is it? Alfaro, yeah. yeah. Batted 246 this year. That's above 
major league norm, okay, of 243. So would you take a chance with the righty versus having a left-hander do that? Because obviously what he's saying, he's pulling a crook. He's telling his manager, I don't like my chances to swing. Well, as soon as I hear that, as soon as you tell me, hey, coach, I think I want to put a bunt down, I may be grabbing the next guy up to swing the bat. I, I One out, and you're going to try to put a perfect bunt down. Can I send the right-handed batter up? Because I don't like your chance. I don't like how you're thinking. Anyway, it was a gift of gifts. And when you're talking about all the stars and galaxies, we should come up with an acronym for that. I think we're going to be using a lot. That's part of it. Not having hater in is part of it. Losing the ball in the sun where other people aren't losing the sun is part of it. The ball hitting the second base bag is, is part of it. There's a whole lineage here of things that you just are saying to yourself, I said to Marion, the Phillies are going to go to the World Series. That's the bottom line here. And, and Harper delivers. He goes, how do you know that? I said, I didn't know that. You just start to feel that's what's going to, that's the outcome, right? Uh, just just insane. And now we got a very good team waiting for us. Let's talk Houston Astros, huh? Well, I'll tell you, here's an amazing fact, though, too. Four times teams have gone into the World Series undefeated in the other series preceding that and all four of those teams lost really yeah heard that yeah by the way grissom 40 at bats three home runs then hit a lick but yeah, yeah i mean he, he's not a good hitter no, but no, you no, gotta no. at least give him a chance swing the bat but just a weird weird i decision. don't think you concede in baseball and if you take the bunting average the bunting average uh for a hit in major league baseball i'm gonna speculate that it's pretty darn low. No, it's it should be pretty good. I mean, I haven't looked this year, but last I, year I when we looked, had, it was very I know, high. I know you had stuff on this, right? Wasn't yeah, it, it was high. I mean, this was our last year earlier yeah. I looked, but it was high at the time. Yeah, there's a lot of errors that were committed and stuff like that. So so why yeah. aren't more people doing it with? It's just out of the game. People just have stopped bunting. It's just a yeah. lost start. Yeah. The pitching's so fast and it's harder to bunt now. Yeah. yeah. Just to, just, just don't see it. Just to just close the loop up on that play. We, I've looked at it now, you know, 40 times. That's an exaggeration. But I've looked at it a lot. And you can see, but maybe the viewers are getting it right now. I don't know. But you can see where it was three feet too far to the pitcher. So I don't yes. know if you want to be on your right or left-hand side of the batter's box, right? Say right or left. But it's three feet too far to the middle. If he puts it three more feet closer to the line, that is a darn – it's another full step. It's a much more difficult throwing angle. You know the runner is going to get outside the line a little bit and, and, and create a little bit of that illusion of interference. That's what he's taught to do. Well, that would be heck reversal. You can imagine that. So he does miss it by about three feet. All right, let uh, me ask yeah. you this. Both of you guys, do you think that was sent in by Melvin? Did the batter do it on his own? Talk to, talk to Coach about it, and Coach blessed it. That's what Melvin says. You trust the guy or not. He said he talked to me about it in the post game. Okay. Um, and he said I was fine with it. Okay. Yeah. But he was also fine not bringing in Hater on, on Harper. Yeah. I mean, there will be T-shirts made, you know, Hater on Harper with the people going like this. Like, no, it didn't happen. Right? That's my T-shirt. Right? I want to copyright that. I'm sure there's a whole lot of people like you and I sitting there saying we're so glad he didn't bring in Hater to, to well, face well, Harper. I got to go. I mean, we're going back, digress. But I got to go to a stronger vocabulary there because – Having watched baseball since I was eight-year-old, my dad and my dad knew baseball, and my grandfather played a little bit. And I've always been a student of the game. So to me, in that 
spot. I'm just, I'm beside myself that, that he's not going this best weapon. The guy that he traded for and gave up four good players. The whole thing sets up now. Go win the game, coach, in the eighth inning when you need to stop the rally. There may not be a rally in the ninth. Talk to the Yankees managers about that with Chapman. I mean, you're not going to ignore guys on base and then go to the ninth where there may not be anybody on base. I mean, I don't care who you pitch in the ninth. And by the way, that's not to say that Hader would not have been able to extend into the first batter. It's all pitch count, Coach. You know that. We don't know how many pitches it was going to take to get Harper or the next guy out. Maybe he throws seven, you know, eight. I mean, our guy threw two. So if he has a very low pitch count, Hater rolls over and gets three people in the ninth. So that whole malarkey about, well, you know, number of outs. It's not number of outs, Coach. It's number of pitches, ah, right? And people say competitive pitches. Well, in that situation, they're all competitive pitches. All right, so we've covered uh, – let's talk about – before we go on talk about Houston Yankees, let's talk about what a superstar we have in this guy, Harper, man. I mean, talk about a favorable contract, Chad. Yeah, three hundred and thirty million. Did you see in the, in the celebration with the champagne and John Middleton there? And John Middleton said, "I owe you money." People don't realize in this day and age how great a deal that was, where it averages out to like thirty billion, and other people are getting forty to fifty million. Well, the day it happened—that's all he put out everywhere. Was you, when you mortgage this thing over, amortize it out. What he's making per year is what you start like at twenty five million. This is chicken feed for this guy being a, a legit superstar. Now at the time you didn't know if he was going to go back to his fifteen year, was it? That we had the uh, ten war. He had Trout's numbers one year, and then took two off, got hurt, came back, put up an eight, then goes four four. So you didn't know who you're going to get. I think we now know who we're going who we have. This guy is Trout. This guy is legitimate top five player in baseball, but loves it when the red light's on. He's clutch as hell. And don't you see him, Chad, getting better? Yeah. I mean, Last year when he got hit in the eye, how hot he was. Just look at what he's done this year. He came back off that injury. He struggled a little bit to end the season. We were all kind of concerned about him. And then the playoffs came around. He put it. He's, he's in a gear right now. He could be in one of the best streaks of his entire career. I mean, he's definitely in the most clutch streak of his career. He's never had this... A, a postseason run like this, but he's hitting what four hundred in the playoffs right now. And he's the B, the BB's the right club. center, the BB's the left center. It's so all eleven over the extra base hits. He set some record, you know, but it's a lot of extra base hits. And that was only for a five game series, and not seven. <laughs> yeah, but he's so locked in right now. I would have liked to see him on Hater, just because I know he's going to say front shoulder in. He's not like going to pull a cruck on what's his face there. Uh, I would have loved to see the matchup skill on skill. Um, we get we were denied that. I was looking forward to that so much, but no, he's so locked in right now that you just don't feel like people are going to get him out. Pitchers are going to get him out. He's that locked in, um, you know. And and, and he, of course he makes all the other players better if if they have to worry about him that much, you know. But he stepped up, and let's talk about the Phillies chemistry. I mean, is it a team that I put out last night? Easy to love. And you like that. You don't want a bunch of arrogant players and people you dislike. This is a team that's 
Chad, easy to love. You, oh, you, yeah, absolutely. I mean, just look at the guys, how they're interacting with the fans. You see you know, the, the players are at the bars after you know, these, these big wins or celebrating with the fans. The guy I play Salpa with has, you know, Got three pictures with them. Just they're they're just they're all over. They're very interactive. They're not they're not being distant. They're really embracing the city, and as a result, it's just making everything that much better. Because not only are they winning, but they're actually celebrating with us. I mean, it's it's very very. Did you see Schwerby fall off the bull? Yeah, I don't want yeah, my yeah. guy on, on a bull, mechanical bull. If I'm the Phillies brass, I'm running down Patterson Avenue screaming, "Get Schwerber off the goddamn bull!" What the hell? Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't want to see that either. No, with the World Series coming up, I don't want to see him get hurt. You want your guy on a bull? Yeah, I don't want to see that. Al, what are you riding? Well, never mind. <laughs> you don't want to see your guy. <laughs> Right? I'm going to ride front seat of a car. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about Schwarber riding his bull? It's crazy stuff, right? Did but it doesn't it? surprise me with him. He nah. anything. Nothing nah. would surprise Somebody, me. Let me just, somebody just, told I just me just thought of Joey that they turned the bull down. You, you t- told about a slogan a second. just popped into my brain. Yep, go. How about a blue-collar team in a uh, blue-collar town? Well, I know that's, that's a, a bit used. I mean, well, I'm just going to love you to but death. But both together. It's not like you coined that. Both together. I know. Well, I just thought of it. Yeah, I love it. Okay, how about this? How about looking at the reaction of the fans, watching them on the news last night come out of the stadium, all ages, all different, Every, I mean, every type, for lack of a better word, young, old, you know, race, creed, such a mix uh, of cultures and whatnot enjoying this. Obviously not an Eagles group per se, older, stuff like that. But um, I just think these are fans between COVID and stuff that's happening in the markets and and financial stress, uh, people losing jobs in the restaurant business, and people suffering without enjoyment for for two years. Didn't it just seem like it was a template for everybody to just catch up with the motions just lose their mind. And that's what it felt like to me. Like everybody cheered harder, waved the, the towels harder. It just looked to me like it was something we've never seen before. And that's what a lot of people are saying today. Like we don't want to get into the comparisons with the Eagles or the loudest stadium. But now we got no, the Phillies no doing it. It just looked like it never happened before. Is that legit? Is that a good observation? Is it yeah. valid? I mean, I think someone was saying last week since you brought you brought it up. The I think Citizens Bank Park does have a different like sound to it than than the link does. Yeah, true. I don't know if it's the I'm not qualified to talk yeah. about the physics and how sound bounces around, but it just seems like that stadium because the the link is so. What's the the capacity for the Eagles? Sixty thousand, sixty something, yeah. And the Phillies are forty five thousand. A little more intimate, and it sounds so much louder though. I think it's just the way everything bounces, and the whole thing was just amazing. I mean, it's, it, it, the ballpark has been just uh, unreal. It's just been so electric the, the, this postseason. The fans have been they came storming back to the ballpark, selling out probably every game. It, it's been an amazing, amazing postseason. I'm sticking with my, uh, now they're at the World Series, and they could win it. They may not, but I'm sticking with, I set the over-under total for next year's season, uh, average fans per game uh, at 35,000. You over or under now that in the World Series? I think it'll pan out to be under. It'll be a, in the beginning. It'll be real big, but then you have to see what kind of ball they're playing. Right. Uh, you're <clears> under, <throat> Wiz. And what was the number this year? Thirty-five. Uh, this year, twenty-eight, twenty-nine. I think it'll be. I think it'll be under. Okay. The Thirty-five. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. I guess I know my Phillies fans better. You know what? I just thought of something to go on what you said about young people, old people. It's a melting pot of different things. How about this? How about the Latin community yesterday where Suarez was the loser, Suarez won the save, and Alvarado was the winning pitcher? Hello. (laughs) How about this cute story? So we move tickets around so all the it's harder now you know we used to have the tall seats we got the floor but you get a couple bonus so it's difficult and you got crazy money trying to balance everything out so so we had two seats sunday's game marion says my mom and my sister have never been to a playoff game i said good they are now call them up get them excited you have to walk them through the details they're on the flip phone the, the whole funny thing getting there and they go, and they're out of their mind happy. Go to brunch. We, we went and ran. They're just out of their mind. Joyous. Uh, they just they can't believe they're going to a playoff game. Now, they're aware of the forecast isn't great, but the forecast was wrong. They, they were talking about rain. Mm-hmm. Looked like it was going to miss us a little more and be over by 4 o'clock, stuff like that. Rain the whole game, right? So they really get impacted. My mother-in-law's in her 80s, and I'm saying to Marion, I'm looking at the fans going, how the heck is she enduring all this? But Diane, the Texans are coming in, and it's amazing in the fourth day, stuff like that. Harper hits the t- the, the home run, and I yelled to Mary, your mom and sister just saw one of the greatest, most epic moments in Philadelphia postseason history. They're gonna, and Mary goes, the, they left. You think Aww. they're telling they, the people at Bingo this week what they saw? They, they, <laughs> they were there for that. <laughs> they, they left. And I was like, and they had to because it was a lot on my mother-in-law. God bless her for gone. I mean, she's such a, they, but I, I said to him a bunch two weeks ago, do you guys flip back and forth like I do when you're watching regular season? Not, not postseason. No. I said, you watch these games straight through. Yep. I said, oh, wow. That's, you really love baseball because, in a regular season game, uh, when they're playing somebody on a Thursday night and it's 3 nothing, I'm watching my favorite show and, I, and checking back and forth. Nope. We keep it on and we don't. We watch and say, you know what? You deserve to go to a playoff game. Picked the wrong day, I guess. But they had a lot of the excitement. They enjoyed it, but they left and Harper hits the home run. Well, I think it's safe to say at this table right now you have three baseball purists. How about that? Well, yeah, we're at least purists. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but purists don't sign off on the de- uh, designated hitter. We did. Anti-shifts, we are. I think we're together on no, that. I'm talking about baseball life yeah, versus no, the I, game yeah, itself. Yeah, but, but a purist is going to reject, in principle, uh, eliminating the shifts, right? Do what you want. Do what you got to do. Yeah. But the best interest of the game, don't they have to? I think you do. It's come to that point. I mean, no, I, I would rather not see the shifts, eliminated um but that's a whole other thing we'll look at next year yep uh anything on the phillies that we didn't cover i'm sure tommy's going to tell me well i'll tell you one thing they had a guy called guy call in he said yeah he said i call i went online to try and get a ticket for the world series when it's coming in philadelphia and he said for standing room only it was one thousand fifty four dollars our seats seriously our seats one six i'm allowed to say this our seats one sixteen Row three, you touch the dugout, okay? Uh, four of them are currently on for 3800 apiece. Wow. So if you're going to get $14,000 a game it, off of this stock market, okay, college tuition and three weddings, uh, you're going to do something. 
to recoup some money, right? To some extent, yeah. So we're we're going through all that right now. Now, wow, that's not necessarily standing room only. I'm on yeah. stop up one thousand eighty dollars. Yeah, and that's that sets the scale. I saw that first because when you log on, they show uh, standing room first. I said to Matt, we're in because if you see a thousand for standing room, our seats are clearly going to be four. You know, people are coy though how they do this. They wait, they wait. Like we, we some of the seats we just sold, we we're selling them like. The 14 hours before game time but we held our price because otherwise we'll go we don't really care um but it's that whole thing's a science about how you got to watch the fluctuation if, if the phillies would if the phillies go oh and two in houston values go down if they split or go two and oh values skyrocket supply and demand all that stuff um, but anyway, it, let's talk Houston Astros. What a ball club. And they trailed the Yankees last night 3 nothing. Didn't you think it was all Yankees night? Yeah, Philip, maybe, but uh, Houston is just so strong sure. all the way through. Man, dear. I mean, it's. Like uh, I said, you know, a few minutes back, they haven't lost a game yet this, uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, what? They're back to back sweeps. I didn't even realize. Yeah. I didn't realize I, I didn't that. Realize that's what I said to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Four teams. Yeah, guilty as charge. I did not realize that either. You know, I I I remember the Yankees, but it just it slipped on me the three zero to start. Yeah, so seven and zero. Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm, that's real, I'm really brain dead. What were our Phillies? Two and zero against the Cardinals. Yeah, two and zero, and then three we were and three and three one. and one. So yeah. that's five and one, and and four and one, which was nine and no, two. Nine and two. Yeah. Very impressive. Now, and last week on the podcast, I did say he did. Phillies were going to win this series four to one. You are ow, correct, ow, sir. The only ow. only prediction I got all year <laughs> well, <laughs> on the Phillies was that one. <laughs> Say it again, right, then. I'm going to die even a broken clock. I will die with that prediction. <laughs> TikTok fans, the whiz kid it predicted it, but hasn't predicted a lot this year. And now for the World Series, now though. Now for the World Series. This is a tough one. Let's do it at the end of the show or now? Well, let's do it now. Go. I'm going to say Phillies. Wow. Wow. In six. Phillies in six, four to oh, four two Phillies. This is I so think, hard. I think we're gonna split. I think we're gonna win two out of three, so we'll be up three two. Right back to Houston, whatever that is, we win game six. That's my prediction. Yep, I know it's bold. Houston is mighty good, but we've beaten a lot of good teams this year. Well. I'm going to try and be a realist, even though I'm hoping the other way. I'm going to say the Astros in six. The Astros have four real oh, good man. starting pitchers, too, by the way. Yeah, they have well, Verlander, their ace, 1.75 ERA over 175 innings pitched. And they have Valdez, 201 innings pitched and a 2.8 ERA this year. And then Christian uh, Javier, 2.54 ERA and 148 innings pitched. I mean, they have three... Studs, and I assume their fourth guy is going to be Lance McCullers. McCullers, yeah. Uh, four, only forty-seven innings right. pitches here. Yeah. Battle, four, I think it was a forearm injury, but a two-point-two ERA when he's been, when and he's been in. Just to compliment that with the E, not with an I on compliment. You get it? Compliment, compliment. Just to compliment that with an E. Here are the, I'm not going to mention all names because I know ah, too many names, too much stuff. Here are the ERAs of the bullpen: two nine eight, two three eight, one point one five, one point. Nine four, two point two seven, two point oh nine, and the high of that group, Hector Neris, you remember him yep. at three point seven two. <laughs> Add them up, divide by seven. Their bullpen is two point three six, and that 
is what makes Houston impossible to beat. Their lineup impossible okay. to beat. Well, wow. okay, yeah, all right, that, that improbable, probably beat. Yes, you never say impossible, right? But they've added Pena, uh, twenty-five years old. Alvarez, Jordan. I don't think most people know he's as good as anybody. Hasn't had a very great yeah. hit in spite of that. Yeah. Not getting it, beat. I think we referred to him as best hitter in baseball a couple of weeks ago. All right, I will. Yeah. I will counter with this. Because clearly best hitter in baseball shows that it doesn't matter in the postseason because Aaron Judge yeah. laid the biggest egg I've ever seen. Talk about a stiff in the postseason. That's tragic. 62 home runs be damned. Total stiff in the postseason this year. And we kind of saw that coming with how poor the Yankees played the second half, how much they struck out. We almost kind of, I think we actually talked about this. Keep going. About how that team struggled. The Phillies. Postseason, just postseason stats, have a better batting average, on-base, slugging, and OPS than the Astros. The Astros, though, oh, and a better runs per game. We're at 5.18. They're at 4.42. Whoa, whoa, whoa. In postseason, we're yep. 5? Yep, 5.18. We had the 8. Okay. The Astros are 4.42. So, offensively, the Phillies are hands down been better this postseason than the Astros. Six. On the contrary, the Astros have been better in every pitching category. That's significant. 1.8 ERA for the Astros, 3.06 for the Phillies. Whips pretty close. Their runs per game allowed, 2.57 for the Astros, 3.18 for the Phillies. And then their case for nine, Astros at 11, Phillies at 10. So it's going to it's a great, it's lining up to be a great series. Phillies have been the better offense with noticeably more power. Astros have had the much better pitching, though. Here we are, both teams heading into the World Series. Great analysis. Yep. Excellent. You couldn't ask for a better World Series, I think, right now. Then the way these both teams have played, these are clearly the two best postseason teams. Now, They've just been so on point. It's not like you can look at either team and say, oh, they just snuck by. There was some you know silly play here or there. Game in and game out, the Phillies have been phenomenal, and the Astros speak for themselves at 7-0. and So if you're a baseball purist, Coach, to your point of eight minutes ago, could have been 12, you start looking at the, um, I don't mean secondary as not as important in the collective sense, but the secondary stats. First to third, walks, using pitches up, not striking out, pitchers that strike out when they're 0-2-1-2. I, I made a list of those things one day, and it was, believe it or not, 27 elements of baseball not talked about with war, but you know it's in war, uh, batting averages, OPS, all the things that we talk because a lot of times fans don't want to hear it. They have stats for it. But you start getting to the WRC <laughs> runs produced plus, and you're going to lose viewers real quick. But the Astros do a lot of all that stuff really well. And defensively, they're smart. They make plays. So that's how, it, you know, when, you, when you're up 3 nothing and somebody gets a nine-pitch walk and the next guy flares one on a, on a choke-up bat to right, and the batter's lead was good enough to get the third, and they throw to third because there's no way he could make it to third, but he does because he's quick. And then the trailing runner gets the second. You look at that whole thing and say it started with a, a damn walk. They do the little things in baseball was really well. The Astros. And what's amazing with him too with Altuve going over twenty five. Yeah, yeah yep. which you won't do forever. No, you won't do forever. So I got to go. My heart has the Phillies winning it in six. My Baseball, acumen, brain, whatever, feel, uh, 
says Astros in six. Boy, do I want to be wrong. And maybe I need to convert that by the end of the podcast to have that positive mist everybody talks about. You know, if I don't say the Phillies, maybe they feel it. I, I really wish I had a boo button on this thing right now to say Astros, Astros four to two. I really wish we had. I think I'm looking for the Philly support here. We're going with the Astros. Phillies is six. Well, I want to. I want to. There we go. Phillies is six. Here. I want to find out. I want to find out which way you're betting. Betting. <laughs> yeah, I want to change. I might change my opinion. What? Well, uh, obviously, you haven't seen the Seafood Tower results. I've won seven championships betting. Yeah. I'm talking outside, outside of that thing. Yeah, what's your prediction? I said the Astros in six. Oh, oh my God. Two out of three I, Astros in six. I am officially doing a 180. I'm Phillies at six. Let it be known, Delaware Valley. I hope you're, I hope you're both right now. I'm with you, Wiz. I like G, it. The All G right. Boy All factor. Right. Let's go. Phillies and six. Some of these hitters for the Astros, are, I mean, they're, you know, Bregman, the, the, uh, the kid before him, Alvarez's name is 25. Ping is 25. Uh, Tucker, great player. Of course, you got the guy that has been the Astros Gordon Alvarez. forever. Oh, Altuve. Altuve. Oh, man, does he pick it at short. They hit cuts. They, they're crisp. They're really, really good. But the bullpen. Ends the game. Here's the thing that I used to think was so difficult when he played the Yankees, although it didn't work out in terms of World Series championships, right? Um, when the game was at the sixth inning, when they had Mariano and other guys back there, Java and some other pitchers that were really good, not him, the game was over in the sixth inning. So you had to beat the Yankees by the bottom of the six. Otherwise, it was, it was over. And that's look at their save records, okay, to bear that out. Uh, the Houston bullpen makes you think you better have the lead by the sixth inning. Now you're playing a short baseball game. Will the Phillies manage accordingly? Will you do more small ball? You know, stuff like that. Because so far, would you both agree they've lived very high on the accommodation of luck? Who? The Phillies? Of luck? They've had their share of good breaks. Yeah. Yeah, we have. I mean, look at the ball that Castellanos hit, hit the bag. There's some very... Awful coaching decisions. The Cardinals made early in in that postseason last the, night. We talked about the bond, you no, know, the the not bringing Hater in. I think in a sense, a lot of teams get that. If you watch every game that we watch, the Phillies will find every team has certain aspects yeah, of luck or bad decision making. So I can't say whether the Phillies have had more of it because I only watch the Phillies closely. I I follow the other ones, but not nowhere near. Did as they close. win the game where uh, Soto dropped the ball in the sun? No, they lost. They won that game or lost that game. That was game two of the series. They lost. They lost it. So, yep. so that come back. Yep. But there were a lot of plays you watch and you said, "Oh man, I can't believe that happened. I can't believe Hater didn't come in. I can't believe the guy gave us the second out." It, it, it keeps reminding me of the Philadelphia Eagles at seventeen, where just Lady Luck's on our side all the way through. But skill. Certainly great pitching. What was the ERA in the postseason so far, T Murray? Phillies are three oh six. Three point oh six. Yeah, and what's Houston's? One point eight eight. Are you sure? That's one positive. Yeah, and they gave up eight runs on their first game. I don't know how many of those were Yeah, but it look at after that it's like eight runs, two zero zero two. <laughs> and then it's like insane. Look at their scores. My lord, at one point in postseason, that it, now listen. By the way, I've had a lot of people remind me of my good hitting. I'm not going to get into when that was prevalent and why, but I mean that that thesis substantiates itself a million times over. It was like 25 out of 25 experiences. It was 22 and three, uh, but it's changing. 
because now in the postseason, it's all elite pitching and hitters don't really have a chance. That's why you see these batting averages where they are. Uh, I mean, Judge did someone become a bad hitter. You know, I mean, he hit for average this year, not just home runs, not the Donaldson type of guy. Everybody can't hit in postseason. The pitching, everybody's 98. Once again, can we please put you in our batting cage so all women and children alive today can see what 98 looks like, okay? Because it's impossible. Some hitters like Harper are still feasting. How good does that make the guys, bud, that are playing above league average, above yeah, career yeah. stats, yep. off of this 100-mile-an-hour pitching every game? Yep. How the heck is Harper doing it to Harper, divert back to Harper? I mean, Harper expression, looks, he's locked in now. Which yep, you know, uh, Harper reminds me of need? Harper reminds me of Nick Foles in 2017 oh, when the Eagles God, won the World Series. I quit the podcast. What? Yep, he was... I mean, obviously, up and well, obviously, uh, Harper. Hold on, let me at least explain ow, it. Harper ow, had a do. lot more uh, beforehand before we realized ow, Nick Foles did a nice job. Right. I won't buy you a fish <laughs> the, sandwich here for the podcast. I need the your point support. though Nick is that Foles? Nick Foles looked possessed in I'm, that postseason, n- and Bryce Harper right now looks absolutely possessed. You can't get the guy he out. He didn't play this season. That's not the point. Our MVP the point was the guy that can't play now. Went the postseason. From Lower Dakota Hospital. Uh, Both those guys in the postseason, in their years, have been at an absolute different level. And Harper's, he's hitting like 430. He didn't hit 430 in the regular season. The point is, this guy is on a different level right now. Something has taken control of his body. He cannot get out. Every ball is hit hard. This, this, This room is out of order. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, and thank you for your text. You guys are cute. This is fun. It's a great part of my life with the granddaughter and another thing. Anyway, 609-828-5569. If you agree with my son, the whiz kid, let me know if you're on my side that there's absolutely no comparison to be drawn between Harper and Nick Foles. I'd like to hear from you, too. I'll buy you lunch. I'm good. Am I good at my word? Certainly. Capital Grill, right across the street here. How good are the taco sandwiches of PJs? PJs. Man, dear, they do a nice job. Will you please chime in here? You're starting to piss me off. No, well, I wanted him to finish the thing where it almost was like an aura. He was possessed of some sort. He was (laughs) a little cheeky, a little red face. He was, though. He was. We're going to hear from Coach. Yeah, that's a that's oh, a that's a, that's a big stretch there. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. Him in the I love him dearly, you but that's that's too. a big stretch. Oh, you love him so much. Yeah. It's such a big stretch. Why right, can't Bob? you tell me he's full of shit? <laughs> full of crap. It's time full. we ran this. Chad is not uh, one of the best uh, statements you ever made. All right, <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. We're Are we at rants yet? Redacted. Are we at rants yet? Oh my god. I redacted my Phillies. It's just so great to be a Philadelphia area fan. And, you know, we've said about before, but with the Eagles and with the Phillies and with the Union and with the, the Flyers for a young team have been playing well, it's just so great to involve. And you see crossover sports with people, the Flyers people rooting for the, uh, wearing a Flyers jersey and rooting for the Eagles or, or for the Phillies. It's, it's an unbelievable time. All right, well, I'm all rave, and I will be continuing to be all rave until the postseason is over because the Phillies are 
all know to the World Series. Last week it was the NLCS. Here we are at the World Series now. There is has not been a better time to be a Phillies fan in the past decade than right now. And this is just absolute perfection that we're able to watch this team play at the highest level in the World Series right now. And I heard this this morning. The timing of these games is insane. It starts Friday. So we're Friday, Saturday, off Sunday, but the Eagles play. The Eagles play. And then we're Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, off Thursday, but the Eagles Eagles play. Houston. And then we're back to Friday, Saturday. And aren't we going to have Thursday in Houston? Aren't we going to have nine o'clock at night games and all that too? I don't know the times yet. 8.30, yeah. But yeah. They, they, look, that's just part and parcel, man. I mean, what are you going to do? But you, uh, It's nuts. I mean, how is it line up that way that every day the Eagles are, <laughs> Phillies are off, the Eagles play, and then we're Thursday at Because they never yeah. thought the Phillies would be yeah. in this position. I mean, like, yeah. it's it's it seems like fate. This is our year. Fate. Uh, we're we're looking at this. This is our fate. fate. This is, okay. fate. This is our year. I changed the Phillies Fate with Foles. Fate that's with Foles. Oh, yes. Yeah. Fate with Foles. Yeah. That was Harper. All right. Well, give me give me your coattails. Let me hang on to both of you because I'm just going to do what he, exactly. I mean, I'm not going to break this. You kidding me? First of all, I've been raving, I think, except for one or two. By the way, I think our comrade and colleague, uh, Raymond, uh, had the Phillies not making postseason. Couple times, right? I don't remember what. Yeah, said. rather boisterous. The Phillies are not going to make the postseason, and we love you, Ray. Boy, do we ever miss you? Yeah, I mean, how do you thank the Phillies, the the kids that have never been part of a playoff uh, atmosphere, and don't know what it's like to see dad and mom lose their composure and scream and jump in a stadium? Sometimes you get hurt doing that, and hug strangers. And hit people in the face with the towel because that happened every time Lauren swung it. <laughs> uh, you do bizarre, out of character stuff when you're in a stadium and bedlam is taking place, and in your heart and mind, body, you've never experienced it before. That's what playoff baseball brings out in the normal person, and it's a new high. It's a high that you're not acquainted with. You don't know what you're going through. You just love it. You can't go into a store. You can't buy it off a shelf. It's just something that is unmatchable. And to thank the Phillies, I mean, just the gods of baseball thank everything. It brings the community together. That might sound a little corny, but because the other stuff you're hearing, because all the crime and so forth, they're trying to get communities together. So something like this, hopefully. Yeah. We we live in a very polarizing world. So the fact that we can all enjoy the Phillies right now, and bring everything, let's, everyone in Philadelphia together is just amazing. Let's pick one word for what it does, okay? I'll lead off because I've given 10 seconds of thought. It's galvanizing. Good word? It's a unifying. It's Coach? Euphoric. <laughs> All the above. We'll All be back. Uh, we could be back Friday. We don't know well, yet. When we'll be back, yeah. But we'll definitely be back next Monday. We could possibly be here Friday. Uh, thank you for the viewerships. The TikTok is going crazy. And Chuck, what was your number again? You said it pretty fast. Well, once more time, why don't you give my number, Coach? Oh, you mean six the, of, <laughs> Go ahead, 609-828-5569. And we will take you to lunch, but we appreciate your input. <laughs> and make sure you sure, check thanks. out our website, speakingofsportspod.com, or Twitter, Speaking of Sports Podcast, what Instagram. All three of us TikTok. on this. We'll close out. Why don't all three of us on three yell, go Phillies. Can we be corny and do that, Wiz? Real Let's nice and loud. Let's do it. Keep, keep your eye on Chad. He doesn't like to do this stuff real loud, okay? Here we go on three. You ready? One, two, three. Go, go, go Phillies! Phillies! Close it, baby. 
Suarez kicks. Here's the pitch. Breaking ball. Popped up. Shadow right. Segura going out. Castellanos coming on. Castellanos has it. And the Phillies have the National League Championship. They have beaten the Padres. 